Let's be honest. Life's hard sometimes. We get discouraged, struggle in our faith, and it's easy to feel alone. Despite how you might feel sometimes, know that God's got your back. And so do we. Vision's prayer line team are ready to pray for whatever you're going through. Text your prayer request to 0401 132 888 and we will be praying for you. Or click prayerline at vision.org.au. That's 0401 132 888 or vision.org.au. It's another way Vision is helping you look to God daily. This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media. Thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au. How can we know God's will for our life? Here's something that may surprise you. God wants to lead you even more than you want to be led. It is God's desire to disclose His will to you. Today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie says God isn't trying to keep His will a big secret. There's no mystery, just misunderstanding. God does not play hide and seek. He wants to reveal His purposes and plans to you. This is the day when the lost are found. up their Bible in ages, but then they get all excited because God clearly spoke to them through a fortune cookie. The Reverend Billy Graham made it very clear. He said, if you're ignorant of God's Word, you'll always be ignorant of God's will. And today on A New Beginning, Pastor Greg Laurie helps us to dive into God's Word to investigate how we can determine God's plan for our lives. We'll clear away the clouds of mystery and we'll come away with some good biblical insight. Well, this is our last message in our series that we have been calling What Every Growing Christian Needs to Know. And I think uh, of all the topics I'm asked about, this is probably one of the most popular, one that we all deal with as young Christians and even as older Christians, and that is how can we know God's will for our life? We wonder, does God still speak to people today? Is he actually interested in what happens to us as individuals? Does the Lord have a master plan for our lives? And if he does, how do I discover it? How can I learn how to know the voice of God? How can I discover the will of God? Because there are those big questions, especially when you're younger, you're wondering about who you're gonna marry, who's the right person. You wonder about what should my career choice be or how can I serve the Lord or what should I order at In-N-Out. No, that's not one, but (laughs) I'm talking about the serious things of life. Well, here's the answer. Yes, God has a master plan for your life. Yes, God speaks to us today. Yes, the Lord wants to reveal His will to you because we as Christians are not victims of chance hoping that our luck will be good or not run out. God has a plan for each of us. Here's something that may surprise you. God wants to lead you even more than you want to be led. It is God's desire to disclose His will to you. Here's the good news. 
God does not play hide and seek. He's not hiding from you. He wants to reveal Himself to you. He wants to reveal His purposes and plans to you. In fact, God said to Abraham, shall I hide from Abraham the thing that I am about to do? Now this is an interesting thing because Abraham is uniquely described in this scripture as the friend of God. And did you know that God wants to be your friend too? Oh yes, he's our master. Certainly he's our savior, but he actually wants to be our friend. Jesus said in John 15, I no longer call you servants, for a servant doesn't know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. For everything I've heard from my Father, I've made known to you. Friends share secrets with friends, right? When something good happens, what do you want to do? You want to tell your friends. Uh, hopefully your best friend is your husband or wife. Uh, but when something good happens, I'm going to call my wife. Or if I'm grappling with an issue, I want to talk to her. But maybe you'll shoot off a text or a group text. I hate it when I get stuck in these group texts, you know. And, <laughs> And, and we've moved long beyond the original issue and now people are saying random things and sending emojis and your phone is ding, 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 you know, stop, let me out of this group text. But, you know, you can disclose information to a friend. A friend will keep your confidence. If you say, look, this is an area of my life I'm struggling with, I'm asking you to keep this a secret, a friend won't go out there and, you know, post it on their Facebook page. Uh, they're not going to tweet it out. They're not going to shout it from the rooftop. They're going to keep your confidence. And you know what else? A friend will tell you the truth. And God is our friend. God will always tell us the truth. God will always keep our secrets. And God wants to reveal His secrets to us. In fact, Psalm 25, 14 says, The secret of the Lord is with those that fear Him. But here's the problem. Some of us are afraid of God's will because we have a, a warped concept of God. We think God is effectively out to get us. He's out to ruin our lives. I heard a story, and I've shared this before, but about a robber that broke into a house. It was very dark. And uh, as he was making his way through, uh, he heard a voice suddenly pierce the darkness. And the voice said, Jesus is watching you. Freaked him out. Who said that? He's shaking. He, he's trying to get his flashlight on. Again, the voice says, Jesus is watching you. This guy's thinking, who is saying this to me? And he finally gets his flashlight turned on. And for the third time, the voice says, Jesus is watching you. And he realizes it's a parrot. <laughs> the parrot said, Jesus is watching you. And the guy, oh man, I'm so relieved. And then he took his flashlight and went down to the base of the parrot's perch and saw a Doberman showing his teeth. And then the parrot said, sick him, Jesus. <laughs> First of all, don't ever name your dog Jesus, okay? But that's how some people see God. Sick him, Jesus. Oh, you're having fun? God's gonna wreck it. You're having a good day? God's gonna ruin it. Oh, you want God's will? No, no, that, that's not what you want at all. We, we, we're afraid to surrender ourselves to the Lord. We sort of think of it like going on a diet. You know, it's just, it's going to be misery. It's going to be wheat germ and tofu and kale. You know, when did kale become, what is the deal with kale? All of a sudden, everywhere I go, it's kale. You know, kale burgers, kale smoothies, kale everything. Cars made out of kale, you know. They're Priuses, of course. But, um, 
just somehow fits. Only a Prius would be kale. But for me, I am always attracted to the wrong foods. I mean, like when I'm in the South, what do I want? I want a fried chicken. I want a biscuit. I want grits, you know. And, oh, let's have a salad. Why? <laughs> but some people see God that way. Oh, it's just restrictive and it's miserable. And well, there are restrictions. So let's be honest. And the Bible does tell us to not do certain things. But man, what God tells us to do in their place is so much better. Listen to this. God's plan for you is good. I know it's a cliche. I know you've heard it before. But I believe it's absolutely true. God really does love you and He really does have a wonderful plan for your life. Okay, now having said those things, let me say something else that may surprise you. <laughs> the will of God is not always easy to discern. And anyone that tells you they always know the will of God every morning God speaks to them audibly, they're either lying or they're crazy, all right? Because we have no biblical precedent for that. Not that God didn't speak to people in the Bible. But it's really rare that someone has an ongoing understanding of God's will in every given situation. You'll see the greatest men and women of God not know His will at times and at other times. They do know it. And so it comes down to a journey of faith, really. A lot of times I find myself in the will of God by simply doing this. Reading the scripture, praying that God will guide my steps, and making decisions based on what the Bible teaches. You know, just thinking, well, what does the Bible say? Okay, well, that's what I'm gonna do. That's the decision I'll make here. And I don't always know in certain situations what to do, but you pray for His wisdom, and then you take those steps of faith. Not feeling, steps of faith. The Bible says the just will live by faith. Listen to this. God's way becomes plain when we start walking in it. Let me repeat that again. God's way becomes plain when we start walking in it. God's will is not an itinerary as much as it is an attitude. And so we want to ask Him to guide our steps. Now, maybe some of you are listening to this thinking, well, I, I don't know that I've really ever heard from God. And if I have, it was a long time ago. It seems like I pray for wisdom and there's sort of an icy silence from heaven. Let me respond to that with this thought. Maybe one thing God is waiting for before He reveals the specific plans to you is that you would act on what He has already revealed in Scripture. You're listening to A New Beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie from Harvest Ministries in the U.S. Glad you've joined us as today He helps us to learn how to know the will of God for our lives. It's a message simply called How to Know the Will of God. Let's continue. So let me just share three really quick things out of the will of God for every person. By the way, there's a lot more in the Bible. But here's just three. So if you're taking notes, you might write this down. Point number one, this is God's will for every one of us. God wants you to be filled with and controlled by the Holy Spirit. You might say, well, Greg, how do you know that? Because the Bible tells me in Ephesians 5, don't be foolish, but understand what God's will is. And what is God's will? That I not get drunk with wine, which leads to debauchery. It said, be filled with the Spirit. Speak one to another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything. So God wants me to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Did you know you can be filled with the Spirit and have a great emotional experience? Has that ever happened to you? Where you said, Lord, fill me, and you just sensed His presence. 
But did you know also that you can be filled with the Spirit and have no emotional experience at all? So we don't want to sort of determine if we were filled or not filled based on if we felt something. No, it's just really something I should do every day and just say, Lord, fill me with the Holy Spirit. Because uh, maybe we don't even understand what it means to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Look, every person when they become a Christian has the Holy Spirit live inside of them. Because the Bible says that we're sealed by the Holy Spirit. He lives in every believer. Then He empowers us for service as we're baptized by the Holy Spirit. And He gives us the gifts of the Spirit. But having said that, I still need refills. <laughs> It'd be like buying a car and saying, oh man, this piece of junk stopped running after two weeks. What, what do you mean? It just stopped running. It, it won't start. Did you put some gas in it? What? I thought it was electric. I've been plugging a thing into it. Yeah, no, it's not electric. You need to put gas in your car. You need to fill your gas tank. And then when you use that gas, you need to refill your gas tank. And what is true for a car, it's also true for a Christian. I need to be filled a lot. Here's another thing that's a will of God for every Christian. Have an attitude of gratitude. Every Christian should have an attitude of gratitude. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Jesus Christ concerning you. So God wants me to be filled with the Spirit, and He wants me to have an attitude of gratitude. So you might say, well, Greg, I'm, not, I'm going through a hard time right now. And you don't know what I'm facing. Yeah, but God didn't say give glory to Him when things are going well. He said in everything give thanks. He didn't say in some things give thanks. In everything give thanks for this is the will of God and Jesus Christ concerning you. Let me explain that. It doesn't mean that I necessarily have to thank Him a bad thing happened, but even if a bad thing happens, I can thank Him that He's still in control. I can thank Him that He's paying attention. Coming back to Jeremiah 29, 11. I can thank him that he has thoughts toward me and his thoughts are good and they're not evil and they're thoughts that will lead to an expected end. God has a plan and he has a purpose and he's moving toward uh, completion in my life. And so I should have an attitude of gratitude, recognizing God is in control. Here's the third point, live a pure life. God wants you to live a pure life. So before we get to God's will for you as an individual, let me ask you, have you been asking Him to fill you with the Holy Spirit? Have you been living with an attitude of gratitude? And have you been living a pure life? You say, well, how do you know that's God's will? Because 1 Thessalonians 4.3 says, this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality. Now the word sanctification means holiness or consecration or dedication to God. This is the will of God that you would be set apart for Him and that you would abstain from sexual immorality. What does that mean? Let me just break it down. <laughs> if you're single, it means you don't have sex before marriage. And if you're married, it means that you're faithful to your spouse. Now you say, well, I don't know, you know Greg, because the Lord's been really speaking to me in a different way about that. You know, I've had people say the craziest things, you know, maybe a couple, you know, they're not married yet and they're sleeping together and, but yeah, but the Bible says you shouldn't do it. No, the Lord spoke to our hearts and said, my children, I'm cool with this. No, he didn't say that. 
You made that up in your head. Either the devil said it to you or you said it to yourself. But I guarantee God didn't say it to you because God will never lead you contrary to His Word. So let's just start with the no-brainers that we've identified and do those things. Do what God tells you to do. In Psalm 143 verse 10, David says, Lord, teach me to do your will. He didn't say, Lord, teach me to like your will. He didn't even say, teach me to understand your will. He said, teach me to do your will. I'll be honest with you. I don't always understand God's will. I don't always even agree with God's will. But I know it's right. And I know if I disagree that I'm wrong. And I need God's help to do His will. Teach me to do your will. You say, well, wouldn't Greg, did you just say you don't always agree with God's will? Yeah, there are things that have happened in my life and I've said, God, I don't agree with this. I, I don't like this at all. You say, well, that's not very spiritual. Hey, it's just honest, okay? But listen to this. Did not our Lord struggle with the will of the Father in the Garden of Gethsemane when he said, Father, if there's any way possible, let this cup pass from me? He was under such pressure, Dr. Luke tells us, he sweat as it were great drops of blood. But what did he say? Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. So that's what we need to do. We need to say, all right, Lord, I want your will. Pastor Greg Laurie with some important thoughts on knowing the will of God. And we'll hear more tomorrow about finding and following the will of God. I hope you can join us at the same time right here for a new beginning with Pastor Greg Laurie. Now for a copy of today's full message, get in touch with Vision Christian Store. It was called How to Know the Will of God. Just go to visionstore.org.au or call 1-800-00-50-11. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.